Hi there, listener. It's Matthew. You've come looking for an episode of the Children's Book Podcast, and you've found it. Hooray! But you're probably wondering why the name of the podcast has changed. After eight years of doing the Children's Book Podcast, I began a new career as head of podcasts at A Kid's Company About, where I now oversee a podcast network dedicated to producing original content that talks up to kids, centers the things going on in their world, and engages and challenges how they see the world and themselves. All of the episodes of the Children's Book Podcast are still here, but now, if you're subscribed, you'll get new episodes of Worth Noting, a kid's podcast about current events, hosted by me. Something for you and the young people in your life to enjoy together. Enjoy this episode, and I hope you'll check out Worth Noting and other podcasts from a kid's company about... This episode of the Children's Book Podcast is sponsored by Picture Book Summit. Do you dream of creating picture books that'll change a child's life? I know I do. Learn how to find your voice at Picture Book Summit, a world-class online conference for picture book authors and illustrators. You can join Picture Book Summit on Saturday, October 3rd, 2020 for keynotes from their award-winning best-selling lineup, including author-illustrator Sophie Blackall, author Lisa Klein-Ransom, and author-illustrator Peter H. Reynolds. Register by August 12th and get $100 off the regular price at picturebooksummit.com slash winner. That's picturebooksummit.com slash winner. I was waiting, and I was so excited, and I am so excited. <laughs> when, uh, who was it, Shivani reached out to me about this book, I was like, I know her. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, when she told me about, you know, I'm going to have this recording with you, I said, Matthew Miner, I know him. It's so funny. <laughs> and I always listen to his podcast while I'm working. The earth is running because of the children living in it. Don't you just love that quote? It's something my guests share that I find to be so profound, I just can't stop thinking about it. This is the Children's Book Podcast, episode number 612. I'm your host, Matthew Winner. Today, I'm talking to Rahele Jomper Bell. Rahele illustrated Our Favorite Day of the Year a new picture book by author A.E. Ali that takes place in a classroom where every child's favorite holiday is celebrated throughout the school year. Do you have a favorite day of the year? I share mine in this conversation, as does Rahele. The favorite days shared by the children in this story make me smile, not only for reasons that make those days favorites, but also for the glimpses into the lives and families we see centered and honored throughout this book. It's clear Rahele and A.E. Ali took great care to bring this story to readers. Please welcome my guest, Rahele Jomper Bell, illustrator of our favorite day of the year. My name is Rahele Jomper Bell, and my pronouns is she, her, hers. I'm an artist who loves making pictures for words 
in the form of books for children. Um, I love to share my joy of creating art for stories with children. And um, I'm originally from Iran. I was born and raised in Mashhad, the second biggest city uh, in Iran. And uh, I moved to United to the United States in 2011. So this September will be my eighth year that I, I'm living here in the U.S. Well, happy um, upcoming anniversary or something. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, this this is going to be my first time that I can vote as an American citizen. And I am so excited for that, too. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I just wanted to share this because it's it's completely a joy for me. You know, I'm pretty excited for this. <laughs> well, I believe I can confidently say this will be the first time many, many people are voting. Some people that have been old enough to vote for a while, I think are we're going to see invest themselves in this upcoming election. But I, I think that it's a really special thing that, that you uh, are able to do that and participate in the American, what, democratic system in that way and all, all those good things. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And I, yeah, I, I tried my best to learn as much as possible that I can, especially from my husband, who is Kind of Native American, you know. He, I mean, he he was born here in the U.S. Yeah. So he, I, I can learn a lot from him about you know politics, how it works here, and everything that you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good and exciting. I think <laughs> Thank the, you. the more exciting and good thing, apropos to this conversation, is that you make books for children. That you yeah. already are engaging with our readers. You are in schools you are sharing art with them and inspiring them and you've got this beautiful new book coming out with A.E. Ali that is is called Our Favorite Day of the Year and it is a school story and it has exquisite art from you I have to say I was so moved I if actually Raheli if I can just call you out before the book even starts on your end papers those quilted end papers are breathtaking oh wow yeah and papers i think that it's every other illustrator's favorite part <laughs> <laughs> this is my guess <laughs> i love hearing that i love hearing that <laughs> <laughs> and um the idea of the quilt wasn't originally mine it was my art director the only you know one laurent lean laurent lean was um, your art director i love yes. hearing that i love hearing that <laughs> Yeah, that was a great opportunity for me. You know, it's just like all like miracle happened for me as, you know, a, a beginner illustrator here in America. But um, yeah, that was his uh, idea because I, we were working, we were together on end papers, idea, cover, idea. And he said, that, well, I have an idea. I hope you like it. Let me know if you don't like it. I, when he shared, you know, a quilt uh, with images from different cultures, that was amazing. I said that, yes, please, thank you. And seriously, I learned a lot from him um, because I couldn't make this book and made this, this good if I didn't have Laurent, you know, alongside of my shoulders <laughs> working together. It was such an honor. Yep. <laughs> well, I think that 
your end papers as they do naturally introduce the story, but I'm realizing that we haven't properly introduced the book to people listening that haven't seen it yet. Would you like to do a little book talk of our favorite day of the year so folks know what this book is about? Sure. Um, it's it's a book about uh, these four children um, and their first day of kindergarten and they're all from you know different cultures different uh, family and um and this is their first time that you know meeting each other and they don't know each other they look as strangers and when um their teacher uh, miss gupta uh introducing the class she said that you might be friends best friends some days and you never know and uh, but this kind of like didn't make sense to these kids. Um, but then uh, the conversation started by, uh, by you know, what is the favorite day of the kids? And, and Miss Gupta said that it might be your favorite day, the first day of the kindergarten. And then these four um, main characters, they started the conversation um, saying that in the lunch you know, time at a table, they said that how it can be, you know, the favorite day of the year, how the first day of the school can be our favorite day. And then, you know, one by one started to share what is their favorite day. And then, um, then uh, Ms. Gupta brought this idea that we are going to have talk and show in our class. And that was an opportunity for these children to uh, tell their stories, cultures, you know, their background, culture background in the class. And um, and the message of this book, it has different layers. It's kind of like hard to explain it, but um, it, it's telling me I, this is what I got, um, you know, it doesn't matter where are you from, who are you, or what background is uh, your background. Um, we are all human beings, and uh, what is really matter here, loving each other and being together, united. And um, it's kind of like, uh, it reminds me of the United States, this country. Uh, uh, the meaning of the United States for me is like, you know, people with different background they're all are united and um they need to love each other and yeah. i think that this is this is my big hope for every other country in the world but uh yeah this country right now i'm living in it and i have my love for it the feeling of no one person no one experience over any other no one is valued more than any other rather we value each different experience i thought exactly what was so beautiful in in the way these four children communicate their their favorite holidays uh was that you you have a great mix of like religious holiday traditions make them my favorite uh, and also one that is is really just celebrating science and discovery. And yeah. I thought that is something so new. And we'll we'll get into that. But um, yep. to 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 set the stage, do you mind if I read a little bit of the text? Can I read some of the text oh, of sure, the book? Please. Um, yes, thank you. I, I might. As, you did a great job summarizing it. I might just read the beginning um, text to 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 give a sense of how the teacher brings us in. It says on. 
On Musa's very first day of kindergarten, his teacher, Miss Gupta, said, Look around the room. You don't know them now, but these faces will become your closest friends this year. Musa looked at the three boys at his table. They didn't look like his friends. They were total strangers. A great way to make new friends is by sharing things we like. For me, meeting new students is my favorite thing to do. That's why the first day of school is my favorite day of the year. Musa couldn't believe that was true, and he couldn't tell Moises, Mo, and Kevin didn't believe it either. And I like that from there, Bahali, from there is where we set the stage. Your favorite day of the year, the teacher is already modeling, doesn't have to be a holiday. It can just be a day that mm-hmm. is significant to you. And I like yes. that that's modeled from the start. Yeah, that's that's what I like about this book, too, because, you know, um, I don't know, when I look at uh, on Amazon for ordering this book, uh, it is categorized and they put it in the religious books. Of course but they do. I don't think this book <laughs> is just, it's not just about religion. It's about, you know, diversity, traditions, cultures, and, you know, the kids having experience by itself in, in the first day of a school. So it has different layers. I, I kind of like, don't like to categorize it, but but I think it's their job. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. I mean, I think it, like so many important books, especially for young children, this is a book about identity, which is what all of early yeah. learning is about. Who am I? Who are other people? What make us the same and different? And how can we value each other regardless of what we share as the same or different? Uh, so mm-hmm. to simplify it down to, to religion seems seems like it's it's missing a lot. But I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you have Musa That's sharing right. right away excitedly, which any person who's been around kindergartners will know that they won't let a moment pass without them sharing whatever their favorite thing is, whatever their connection is. And it Mm -hmm. says that Musa perked up at this. The best day of the year was definitely Eid. Surely Eid was everyone's favorite day. And I thought, well, there's another universal thing too. I love this thing. So you, you must love this thing too, right? Oh yes, right. When when um, you know I I received the story to you know to see if I like to work on it, and of course it needs to have a you know deep connection with my heart. The story then then I can put all all of my best working on it. And when I I read about these children, it's just immediately myself. Uh, you know I felt myself as a child there. What is my favorite day? <laughs> you know all of them are talking about it, and it's just like. So good because it it brought this idea to me. My readers are gonna think about that, that too. You know, they're gonna think about their favorite day of the year that they might True. not be included in this book. Which I tried my best to include every every tradition and culture uh, on this end papers because I wanted the kids to see themselves there. Um, um, Wait, so but, you have to tell yeah. me what what's your favorite day? Now I need to know. <laughs> My favorite day is Noruz, you know, it's um, like in Persian culture, um, Iranian, just not Iranian, I can call like Persian people in the world because there are lots of them in different countries. And uh, they uh, they are celebrating the first day of spring arriving. And um, we Iranian um, 
kind of like set up a half scene table with spring symbols on it. And then in the in that time, when, you know, when the vernal equinox happening, that's the when the, the, the new year starts. So then we hug each other, the family, you know, hug each other and say, saying Noruz Mubarak and then um you know having these Persian pastries or sweet things and and, and then getting ready to go to grandparents' house and spend the day with uh the family, all family together, you know, like cousins, uncles, aunties, all of them. And that um, sounds lovely. That, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite of the year. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, Naru. My favorite holiday, <laughs> my favorite day of the year, if I, if I could share. Do you mind if I share mine? Oh, I love to, to know that. Please. Mine's, mine's going to be one of those that you can't quite pin down, but I think that's okay. Um, upon <laughs> listening to you, I think my favorite holiday is the first day that I notice the leaves change color where I live. Oh my God, that's such a beautiful day. It's hard it's to pin it down, beautiful. right? We live in Maryland, right? And it comes at different yeah. times, but boy, there's there's a there's always a day when I when I'm driving to work or I'm on a run or something, and I'm like, look at how the leaves are changing wow. color. That is my favorite. Oh. Then suddenly I can wow. smell autumn and I can feel differently, and I. I, I, I recall it as a as a day that I always look forward to. So that that's neat. I love it. That's neat. That's beautiful. And it has a lot of stories in it. Wow. And those are smells. You the know, smells, they right? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> you have added a lot of those or a lot of consideration to those senses when you've when you've shown, when you've illustrated the, the class celebrating these different holidays. Because so much of our celebrations are related to food and smell, perhaps incense or something, um, and clothing. There's a lot of different um, sensory aspects to holidays. And that's probably why people from one person to the next remember them or treasure them differently. But I love that this is a class that the entire class celebrates. What is your favorite holiday? Let's all celebrate. Yeah, right. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, Eid, yeah, is, Eid right. is Musa's favorite holiday. Let's all celebrate. The, um, yeah. uh, that, um, Mo's favorite, I, I want to keep saying Moshe, um, Mo's favorite yeah. holiday, um, is, is, is Rosh Hashanah. And so mm-hmm. we have this cart with foods, Shana Tova, and, um, and all of the children, I love in your illustration on this page when it's Mo's turn that you have kids not only sitting in all these funny different ways in their chairs, sitting backwards, sitting with their hands excited or their hands in the air wanting to ask questions, but also that that the room is decorated that way, that there are other adults celebrating with these children. There are all these moments that, Rahel, I know you, you I know that these were choices these were intentional and i i love that you have given thought to how to how you are allowing kids to be seen through your art that's the way i think i want to say it i can really tell your intention of wanting to have kids see each other
Hey there, book nerds. You know what's even better than hearing bookmakers share stories of how their ideas became the stories you love? Having those stories in your home, your classroom, your library, or your life to be enjoyed over and over. Bookshop.org allows you to purchase your favorite books from the show and support local bookstores while doing it. I even maintain lists of all the books shared each season, so it's easy to find what you're looking for. Visit MatthewCWinner.com and click on Shop, or use the link in the show notes to find your next favorite story. You know, when I, 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 uh, I was reading this story for the first time, um, I was thinking that, wow, I need to live with these kids for, for a long time because I need to know them very well. Um, I just don't want to, you know, focus all of my attention to just four, the, four characters because I wanted, I knew that this is a class full of other kids. They all you know, having characters, identity, culture to want to share. And, and um, I, I wanted to, you know, pay attention to all of them. And that was from the beginning, I, that was my decision. And also when I read the story, I said that this is going to be so exciting because they're 32 pages picture book. It's kind <laughs> of like, you know, if you want to go with it, continue being, being motivated and, um, and uh, productive in order to make the pictures for it, you need to, you know, have excitement. And um, doing research, a lot of research is, um, about different cultures, um, which is really serious topic, yeah. um, that kind of like kept me excited because I learned a lot about of these kids. I didn't know about a lot of these, you know, kind of like traditions that I was looking, even for the end papers, I let, I needed to be very careful to what I'm putting there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's kind of like what I was intentionally did, paying attention to all of these kids in the pages. <laughs> I can imagine the, the feeling of responsibility to mm-hmm. respectfully portray someone else's holiday that is not one that you celebrate not only because we want to make sure that we don't sort of turn the holiday into a spectacle look how fun or whatever look how they dress up in this certain way or whatever i feel like if i'm if i'm being honest i feel like i i have seen some holidays sort of turn into a spectacle like day of the dead ends up sort of turning it, it it can we have, if we don't celebrate Day of the Dead, we run the risk of of turning it into some something that it's not, and and losing focus on on the tradition of it and the value of the holiday, right? Yes, right. Yep. And also, you know, kind of like appreciating the life. You know, of course, you make you make a special day of of a routine, or I don't know what we call it, normal day, and then this is what our roots they did. You know, our, our I mean. Our mm-hmm. ancestors, yes, they did it for us. Thanks to them, they made these traditions for us. Isn't that? I think that way because they wanted to keep, you know, being alive, appreciating the life. Yeah, <laughs> and look how that way, when we celebrate, when we keep traditions, it's a way of of honoring those that have come before us, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. I- 
I, I think that, um, you know, A.E. Ali in, in writing this story was, was, I can see on the page trying to, to give equal space to all of the children in this class, as you did in, in the art, that it's not just that we're looking at these four children celebrating. I'm going to now name all of the holidays because I realized I hadn't done that yet, but um, celebrating Eid Al-Fatr and Rosh Hashanah and Las Posadas and Pi Day. I thought how clever to not just focus on Christmas. And at one point the kids are raising their hand on who celebrates Christmas or not, but to say, no, 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 let's, let's step back and look at Las Posadas and this nine days leading up to this preparation for this event and these different traditions within that. I thought that was really a a new, a fresh take on, on looking at how we all celebrate even the same holiday a little differently. But I've got to say, Pi Day I don't one. I don't know if I've seen a book include Pi Day before, but to see it in in this way celebrated, Hallie, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that you are aware. I think we're friends on Facebook, so you you may just be aware that my daughter was born on Pi Day. Yes, <laughs> she was born on a monumental Pi Day on three point oh one four one five. She was born on two thousand fifteen, so it was a big one. Um, yes. But so she should be very proud. I know, right? <laughs> but to have in this case Kevin Kevin's family celebrates Pi Day. Um if I read it, three it's three point one four. So for folks that don't know on the calendar, three point one four is March fourteen, which is also the beginning numbers of, of Pi. Um of the the, 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 the the number we use to equate um circumference. Anyway, um it in the text, it reads, Pi Day is on March 14th because 3.14 is a very important number in math. And then Kevin goes on to say, on that day, my family makes different kinds of pies and we learn about scientists and their discoveries. And I was like, oh my word, I've never thought of Pi Day as a day for us all to focus on science and discovery, how how." beautiful to think about it as it's a day where we celebrate science yes. I just thought that was cool that's that's really cool and that was new to me too because look look at us right now we're waiting and you know we're kind of waiting for our scientists to save our world yes yes and why not celebrating you know days that related to science i and, I, I love that we can do it that way not just it's Women's History, or it's Science Month, or it's Discovery Month, or whatever, and we're celebrating these inventors. But no, 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 let's take a day to just say thanks for science leading us forward and keeping us safe and bringing us new things. I love it. I love that, too. And and that was, you know, when the story ends that way, kind of like, you know, celebrations. And I think that's very smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah, know, I am thought of, thought of that, and yeah, the 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 author A. E. Ali, she is amazing. That's oh. right. The text it, is so clever. beautifully balanced; it's clever. Yeah. I've got to say, yeah. like there are there are plenty of books about the calendar or about how different people celebrate different holidays. It, I'm always, I always marvel at authors who can bring something new to something we've 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 known about before and and even that 
A.E. Ali ends the book by by their teacher giving them a gift at the end of the year of a calendar with many holidays on it. And here is your opportunity as the illustrator to show um, some of the other kids or just children in general celebrating different holidays in different months. And and we can we can guess what they are or you might you might have celebrated and know what they are. It's just a beautiful space again to give to to whatever readers might be bringing to this book and how they might connect with it. I'm really impressed in that way. Me too. And you know, you, every child can see, you know, themselves they, that they're represented in that book. And just one book. It's amazing, isn't that? It's amazing. It's just one. Right, yeah. And and for the, the calendar page, um, I remember, you know, Naranthleen um, had the idea and they, they were exchanging with the author and, you know, they made those, They we all decided together which other kind of like days we need to include in this book for kids to be seen themselves there. Yeah. Um, that was another opportunity in that spirit. <laughs> Lots and lots of moments to... Not to not li- I I noticed that in that I feel like intentionally the holiday was not listed, and what that made me feel two things. One was, if we were to try to list all of the holidays, we inevitably would leave someone out. Yeah. The second thing it made me feel was, you should ask. You should ask, does anyone celebrate a holiday? What do you celebrate in January? I celebrate my birthday. I celebrate the new year. I celebrate whatever. And here, listen to what folks celebrate in that month. And let that be, let that drive what your calendar is for that month. Whoever is in your class. Yeah, exactly. That would be amazing if kids in a class start to, you know, make you know their own holidays or favorite day not holiday yeah. um favorite you day. know and yeah and then then together it will be really it will be a calendar full of images with lots of you know different kinds of celebrations of days in a year yeah okay so we've 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 got to i, I feel like i've skirted around this long enough i need to just ask you directly i've said it at the beginning of the recording how much i love your art in this book i mean i really think it's beautiful i think that the the colors that you use they're they're sort of there's sort of this like earth tone filter i feel that everything has been run through it feels handmade and beautiful and textured i'm in love with the art that you've done and i would love to know how you make art how do you get these textures and and how are you drawn to these colors or these patterns tell me a little bit about about you as an artist and your voice as an artist? Well, thank you, Matthew, for asking this. Um, you know, whenever that I, I receive a story that um, I immediately, the images come to my mind and I just, you know, I kind of like, and then it takes time for me to, to make decision uh, in what technique and what a style that I would like to work on it because I feel, I believe every story uh, kind of like needs this style, you know, that that uh, to speak out. But um, for this specific book, I I wanted to have lots of textures because we grew up with textures and all the tra- the traditions and uh, that we have uh, with ourselves. 
I think that the texture has a big role there, and um, and also so, and also the perspective that I used in this book um, and most of my artwork. I can say that it's a perspective that is used in Persian miniature. It's not like portrayed very naturalistically um, because I think it's supposed to be two dimensional and I love that, but with different layers. And if you, you if you kind of like print each layers of this, this, this um, pictures in a separate transparent, you know, like glass, let's say, mm. and then you can walk through them and experience that atmosphere. That was my purpose also, too, because cause the content and forms is, is kind of like fundamental elements of my artwork. Um, and for making texture uh, for this book, I use printmaking uh, inks and brayer and different on the top of different kind of like pages, uh, papers, uh, textured paper or, you know, different kinds. And then um, I scanned with high resolution and then uh, I used digitally. I made my brushes, my textures, handmade, but put them together like a collage, but I use digital as a tool for that. Um, I love using handmade, uh, you know, stuff because it brings that authenticity to the work with itself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, digital tool uh, helps me to do the changes easier because then I wouldn't be worried so much uh, about you know changing at the end. Or if the art director asking me to change, can you can you bring this image object a little bit this you know to the edge or not? And if I want uh, to think about it from the beginning, that kind of like give me some stress and uh, limit my freedom. But why not using digital tool? It's a big opportunity. <laughs> you know, that that's another tool that I use. Well, it's, I hope- yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gorgeous. I mean, it's the textures that you have given Miss Gupta or that you've given uh, Musa's mom, uh, just the the textiles that the different people are wearing in the book are so beautiful. Yeah. And I love your decision throughout the book to have the children, the characters essentially wearing the same outfits so that we can follow who they are. We can track who they are. I think that especially because we're talking about starting school, you're going to be talking to younger learners. And I think that it's important to be able to follow those children with with greater ease throughout the school year you give them slight changes uh just subtle changes so that we know it's a different day but there are consistent uh qualities that um are carried throughout i love that kevin always has this little this little hair tie in their in their hair i love that um that all of their hairstyles are different but that you just see, you see personality in what they're wearing. Yes, and um, all four kids that I kind of like inspired by real people with real children in my life. Um, the Kevin, especially, you know, with the hair tie. There, um, there. My mom really loves going to the churches here because she's living here for three years now. So she loves to. Exp- having that experience and also finding 
connecting with more people in these places. So there was there was this this boy, and uh, I I accidentally and unconsciously I thought that's it's a girl again, you know, because of all of those cliches, isn't that in mm. my life that I was experiencing it? I thought that it's a it's a girl, and so that uh, I called him she, and um, he said that no, I'm. I'm a he, I'm a boy, <laughs> but I love pink color. <laughs> and that was, that was a moment that I kind of like was so quiet and um, I didn't know what to tell, but I said that, sorry for my, you know, uh, I don't know, my cliched brain that I let others make it for yeah, we me. We make these assumptions. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he said, "No, no, it's okay. I know. <laughs> I have a lot. I have this. Ex- I have had this experience before. But yeah, pink is my favorite color. And um, so I decided to, you know, kind of like show Kevin and make his character <laughs> like that. Kevin got <laughs> to be in a book. Yeah, and I love that. That also means when you are connecting with other classes, and they ask that question, that that you're being vulnerable with them and saying." I made this mistake, but also how important it is for a kid like Kevin to be seen. Yeah, right. They're inspiring me. I look at all these details and characters, identities of, you know, people, children especially. Yeah. I love that the Mo, the Moshe has, um, that might be the, is it, it's one of the only, we, we get these glimpses of, of, of the family outside of the classroom. When when the child declares what their favorite day is, we see the class celebrating, and then the following page takes us beyond the class. We see um, we see this mosque, we see, for Eid, we see, uh, on Rosh Hashanah, we see um, Mo celebrating with their family. Um, and, and, and I like the parallels that we're seeing from the classroom into these family celebrations, but I, I got to say for, for every opportunity, I feel like you're, you're really taking on the weight of every opportunity you're given to show, to show different families in Mo's family, to have, um, these two men and, and, and this family being portrayed this way, uh, mm-hmm. is, is really beautiful. It's a really beautiful, intimate moment. Uh, and you're sharing that with, with all of your readers. And there's just moment after moment like that, Rahel, that I, I noticed in this book that I, I can tell that, that there was a lot of thought and care. And I, I just want to say that I see you and I see the care that you put into seeing other people in this book. And it's something that, that is not lost on me, but I really value. Wow. This is, this is, this is really, you know, what I wanted to hear. And thank you so much for pointing to it because yeah, I care about all of the children and this book and all the children that they're readers, they're reading books and out there living this life. And I always say that the earth is running because of the children living on it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I really, and also showing, you know, it was like going to a theater and um, watching a, a live show. I always wanted to see what is in the background, what is in the back scene, what's going on, who are these people. So that that was kind of like the same for me, you know, showing these children that showing, you know, talking about their favorite day and 
but then I had this opportunity to to show to the audience, to the readers, you know, the back scene. Who are their family? You know, what is their story behind of all these days that they're telling? You know, it's their favorite day. And uh, I also could um, bring my readers for a moment out of the class, outside of the class, you know, showing the mosque in one spirit. And that's that's actually one of the mosques. It's a real mosque in existed in the United States that I uh, found the picture and I, I inspired by that. But yeah, I wanted to bring the readers out of the class, you know, walking through this family and their experience, have the same kind of like experiencing the, you know, the day and the family, the culture. <laughs> the the intimacy of these, of these moments there, it's beautiful to, to have that shared because we don't often get that experience to, to learn by by going into by being welcomed into somebody else's home that's beautiful right yeah (laughs) thank you for for all that you've brought to this and thank you for for what you and ae ali have done together to create a really beautiful book and and especially thank you for taking time outside of your day to share it with me and all of us today Oh, thank you so much, Matthew. A big thanks to you. And I want to t- say a big thank to my art director, Narant Nina, again, because, you know, without him, this book wouldn't be, like, this good and amazing. Uh, so I think I, I'm not supposed to talk about it in, in this way. Like, my book is the best book. But, but, no, generally as a book, if I was a reader, I would love that book, too. <laughs> it's very, very important that we make the thing that we wish was there in the world when we were when we were walking through it so i think it it's it's very clear that this is something that that you are giving to all of us as a means also of being what you were hoping were in the world too so thanks for that thank you matthew <laughs> all right well let me let me bring you to to my children to my students um as we close our time together and i will ask that i will see a library full of children tomorrow morning is there a message that I can bring to them from you? Sure. I love that image, you know, seeing all children in, in a library together. Um, I just want to say that each one of you have a story to share. So find your stories and share it with the world. Think about how amazing it is being in a country with lots of kids from different cultures and, and different places with different stories. Um, this way you travel all over the world by just knowing each other and talking about your stories and sharing it together. I love who you are. Thank you. The Children's Book Podcast is recorded and produced by me, Matthew Winner, in my library studio in Ellicott City, Maryland. You can subscribe to the podcast and access the archive of over 600 episodes at matthewcwinner.com. Our theme music is by Poddington Bear, care of the Free Music Archive. All views and opinions expressed on the show are those of the individuals and don't reflect the ideas or viewpoints of the publishers of the books referenced. Want to help out the show? Become a patron, and you can directly impact and help to sustain the podcast. Writing a review on iTunes or sharing the podcast with friends through Facebook, Twitter, Word of mouth or any other means helps reach more listeners, which leads to more content and more amazing guests. 
and that is a very good thing indeed. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cozy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.